Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have a good Good evening and welcome to One Life Left, the world's favourite video game radio show. We are 20 seconds over time because we've got that lazy summer feeling going on today. It's our last show before the summer break. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. I was wondering uh, what you were going to lead into then when you said we've got that lazy and I thought you were saying son of... <laughs> because we've got that lazy son of them, I thought you were going to say something about our esteemed colleague, colleague uh, Lewis Schaefer. Who are you? Hi, I'm Anne Scantlebury. Still... Still, After every all of week. This time. Every hey, week. Anne, have hey. you had a good week? I've had a great week. I uh, did some karaoke last night. Really? With whom? Well, Steve, I hate to break it to you, but you. Oh, yeah, I was, I was there. It sounds romantic. Yeah, it was very romantic. <laughs> we did do quite a romantic version of uh, Take That Back uh, for Good. Look at right. my knees. Crikey. Raise them. Is that a love bike? <laughs> no, it's a great. He's short. <laughs> <laughs> I fell to the floor during our rendition of uh, Back from It was a knee trembler. Okay. Was so nice. emotional. How's your week been, Simon? Yeah, very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, just pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm very tired as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit grumpy. You seem a bit grumpy. <sighs> I might be. Are you going to pick it up? <laughs> see, see how we get on, shall we? <laughs> it's the last show before the summer break, so we need to make it a good one, don't we? We do. Mm. How are you, Steve? I'm good. I've had a good week. Yeah. yeah. I've had an exceptional weekend. Had a really, really good Friday. Saturday, uh, Friday, we went to a pop music video night. Oh, that was that nice. Was went to see girl bands versus boy bands at the cinema. Okay. That was fantastic. Saturday, I went playing cricket in a park. That was great. Mm. And Sunday, karaoke. So, yeah, a very, very intense video Video game games all the way. Weekend. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We are a video game radio show. We talk about video games and other stuff that interests us. For an hour every week on Resonance. But as we mentioned, this is our last show before our four week summer break. Come on. Oh, holidays. Do do? Going on holidays. Are you going to go on holidays? I don't know. You Normally during the break, break, you two try and make me do work still. Yeah. Do. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm busy now anyway. I'm busy Mondays. <laughs> busy sitting quietly. That's good because we're doing our work on uh, Wednesdays. <laughs> Twitch <laughs> Wednesdays. <so>. Wednesdays. <laughs> Wednesdays. Uh, Actually, we said we were going to learn how to play esports, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to do so over... study esports. Going to become um, esports champions. Yeah. I'm going to win $5 million. We could be millionaires by the time we come back, Simon. Do you want in on that? I do want in on that. Right, OK. Right, well, then you better do the work. OK, I'll help out. Um, but it's not just us in the studio, thankfully. Oh, good. Mercifully. Uh, we'd like to be joined by James Parker. Hello, James. Hello, everybody. Hello, James. Um, so you're from Ground Shatter. I am, yeah. Ground Shatter? Ground Shatter. Ground Shatter. Ground Shatter. <laughs> Kotaku. Um, what's that? Well, it's my new boutique games company. Boutique. You're talking to the right people because we're boutique as well. And you've come all the way up here from Bristol to announce it, right? 
announce part of it. Yeah, I suppose so. Good. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks, Nash. I'm looking it's forward a dream to, come true. to shouting exclusive later. Yeah. But now... <laughs> we won't be doing that. We, <laughs> what are we going to be doing now, Steve? It's not exclusive. It's no. the news. For on Monday the 28th of July, I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Google has brought Twitch for the teeny tiny sum of 1 billion US dollars. That's according to a report by VentureBeat that says the deal is signed, sealed and delivered. Google already bought YouTube back in 2006. Twitch is best known for streaming video gameplay on the PS4, Xbox One and on PC. The day the Xbox One launched the Twitch app, 2.7 million minutes of footage was streamed. Hi Google, One Life Left has three BlackBerry Playbook cameras and an internet connection. Our starting price is also $1 billion. They don't have a radio station, do they, Google? Yes, we know. I gave my BlackBerry playbook to my mum, by the way. Oh, so we're down to two. We're down to two. I guess we're going to have to lower our um, our buyout fee. Uh, she um, she loved it so much she went and bought a Nexus 10 <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair Blackberry Playbook is the professional's well, tablet well of course yeah, exactly yeah. 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 how professional is your mum so this has been uh, dragging on hasn't it no this is news oh I see <laughs> this is new news they've just bought this is only them. the first story Simon <laughs> but we knew that they were going to buy them for a billion didn't we yeah it's been, uh, there's been talk Simon but now it's been uh, now it's news yeah now it's, it's news because it's All been right. confirmed good move do you think Anne it's a weird. It's a weird move to own both Twitch and YouTube. But they like nobody else can show videos on the internet unless you're part of Google's team. Well, I suppose Google had before buying YouTube, they had Google Video, and YouTube was doing video better than them, so they bought that. Twitch was clearly doing live streaming better than YouTube was, and so they've bought that. It doesn't seem like such a crazy move to me, Anne. It's not a crazy move. It's just, what if you want to go for an independent uh, streaming service? Why? Because maybe I don't want to buy into Google's corporate machine. Interesting. Oh, you want to show different sorts of content? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> James, what do you think of this? I don't Does Justin.tv still exist? Is that, That's a very good question. Is that a real thing anymore? I think it, yeah, yeah, it might it does. do, doesn't it? Some, it sometimes shows the football, doesn't it? <laughs> the North football. Exactly. No, isn't, isn't that the, the other one on, on PS4? The Ustream. Isn't Ustream to do with Justin TV? No, no, he did Twitch. Didn't he? Justin did Twitch. Yeah, Justin did Twitch. I thought Justin. That was the name of a documentary no. on one of the other, one of the other video didn't providers. Justin, didn't Justin buy MySpace? No, that's Timbo. <laughs> You're thinking of friends. Friends. Oh, this is Bieber. <laughs> this is all very complex. I, I suppose Google just bought it to sort it exactly. all out. Right? Yeah, so, we just need to know what's going on. Sony may have to offer $15 million of digital goods to those affected by the PlayStation Network hack in 2011. A class action lawsuit was brought against Sony just after the hack and the settlement has been agreed. If you were affected, you could get three months subscription to PlayStation Plus or one of eight games on the PS3 or one of six games on the PSP. The games include titles like Little Big Planet and Infamous. Here's the sucker, you have to live in the US to qualify and you'll have to wait until at least May 2015 for a judge to bring down the gavel for this deal to be done. Simon, you live in the US, at least according to Amazon. I do, I do sometimes, yes. Could be useful. Do, yeah, could. Didn't we already get our free things off Sony for this, yeah. for the hack? They did we got some. Wipeout, didn't we? And um, other bits and bobs. They're doing it uh, again, but specifically just for US people, because I think that that's who bought uh, this lawsuit. And just presumably for those that are still using their PSPs. Yeah. And still going on about the hack. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, 
I know. We've missed out, haven't we? On another copy of Little Big Planet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so how much did they see them for? Uh, well, it's going to be $15 million, but it's going to be in, in digital, digital goods, which are all made by Sony. So it's not actually... It's not costing them any money. It's just they're giving away a lot of stuff for free. That nobody wants, presumably. That they've already got, and it's yeah. all digital, so it's not real anyway. James, were you affected by this hack? I wasn't affected by it in the sense that I downloaded some free stuff and went, yay. And didn't, didn't change any of my passwords on okay. any of my systems. What are they? Don't <laughs> use your ones. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> Microsoft has accepted the developers of a head-mounted eye-tracking visor into its Microsoft Ventures London Accelerator program. The Japanese team behind Fove is now a part of the scheme aimed at helping promising technology startups. The team is looking into medical uses for the device right now, but according to TechCrunch, Microsoft is interested in integrating it with the Xbox. Hopefully someday in the future there'll be a dating sim where a look really can kill. So this isn't a VR thing. This is head tracking? It's eye tracking. Eye tracking, So okay. it will track your eye. So say if you wanted to go and shoot something in the corner, you just have to look at it. I see. What if you want to look at something before you want to shoot it, though? Hmm. Maybe you just have to do a little like, if, blink or something like that. What if that? you're just playing a game and then someone comes into the room and your eyes sort of dart shoot that them. way? And then you, you know that video games, are, video games currently, you don't actually kill anybody right. if they just walk into the room. The, the closest that thing that's happened to that is when Simon... Uh, was a double fine and <laughs> yeah. knocked over a drink. Kicked over a drink. Kicked, yeah. yeah. Kicked out of someone's hand. Let's <laughs> yeah. get but, it straight. But it's it's just going to be in the game, Steve. It's not real life. Yeah, well, first it's in the game, then you're operating a drone. <laughs> and, then, and then what? We're going to be operating drones with our eyes. Do you, do you think we need this? Um, well, I mean, I totally get the uh, medical uses for it. Like, uh, People who have uh, limited ability, uh, l- limited mobility, uh, being able to use it. So to that's a boring, serious answer. <laughs> but for games, <laughs> wouldn't it be brilliant? I think it'd be so good. <laughs> it'd be good for it'd be good for like um, the next generation of La Noire. So it's it's interrogating you, and you do a furtive glance to the left, and it knows you're lying. That yeah. that's that would useful. Be good, yeah. Mm. So there we go. So that's that's it, so, so they bought this for a version of La Noire <laughs> <laughs> um, on just, on the wrong console. Elaine Noir's on Xbox. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. On the right console, then. Exactly. They know what they're doing, Steve. Sorry. (laughs) Foolish of me. The developers of survival game Rust have made a bunch of people very, very mad by announcing a prototype for a new game. Facepunch Studios felt the force of some fans after announcing Rift Lite because they were supposed to be working on finishing Rust, which is still in early access on Steam. Facepunch's Gary Newman explained, Our strategy at the moment is to hire talented people to make the games they want to play. We're not asking you to fund this. We're not starting a Kickstarter and begging you for money. We're funding it. Well, this was ridiculous. Wasn't it odd? It was very peculiar. I, I had to I had to decode it. I needn't have bothered knowing it was no, exactly, in the news. Yeah. Being, being explained in such an elegant, efficient if, way. But if only there was a way that you could assume that that would be the case on a Monday, rather than, go, you know, like it coming as a, a surprise. Lottery, <laughs> <laughs> Anything in the news. Uh, yeah, no, it was odd, wasn't it? Did you hear some of the things, well, did you read some of the things that people um, wrote into them? I did. Can you read some out? I'm going to read you one out. Can you read them in is... an angry voice? <sighs> this one is... Internet comment of voice. That's like taking a dump, putting that dump on standby and starting a new one with the old one still up in there. <laughs> what? Up in there. <laughs> up in there would be down there, wouldn't it? What's this person doing? <laughs> leave the facilities. Oh, oh, human people. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah, well... 
poor them, but this is one of the uh, the perils of early access and things like Kickstarter, isn't it? Suddenly people are incredibly invested and there is an attitude, which may be sort of entitled in a way, uh, that these people act as your kind of board and they get, to, they get a piece of you, they get yeah. a piece of the game, they get to direct what you're doing. And yeah, that's your trade-off for getting some money early on, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously their attitude is ridiculous, but they are teenagers and have ridiculous attitudes about more things than just video I, games. I really worry about them in the workplace. Like, <laughs> sometimes you go into the office and you have more than one thing to do in a day. So maybe you start one thing going and then you have to go off and do something else. This is multitasking. This is just living your life. Sometimes you start cooking dinner and then you need to go and have a shower. So you stop cooking dinner, you have a shower, you come back down and then you eat. I'm sorry, I don't really understand. Can you explain in terms of dumps. Yeah, when do, when do you go to the toilet? And don't you eat in the shower? <laughs> and finally, a burglar has been caught being a burglar, all thanks to Xbox Live voice chat. A couple of young men broke into a flat in Eastbourne, tied up the three guys living there and asked for drugs and money. Little did the terrible criminals know that their victims had been playing Call of Duty Black Ops 2 online with a friend from Brighton who heard everything and called the cops to do their duty. That's right, Cod Blops 2 saved the day. Microsoft is now said to be looking into an Xbox Make Citizens Arrest voice command. Hey. If only they had the eye tracking, they could have gone... <laughs> I looked over there. <laughs> Some blows coming in tying me up. That doesn't happen in real life, does it? Does it, it? happens. Type coming in tied up. Well, I were they know. tied together with one big piece of rope? Like, how were they tied? Wiley Coyote yeah. came in and did it. Where are the drugs? Give us, give us that all was your the drugs problem, wasn't it? They asked for drugs and money. Yeah, they should have gone for one or the other. And then don't be greedy. Well done, Xbox. Though, well done, yeah. Cobblops player. Yeah, could have happened on a PS4. Because they've got voice chat. Could have happened if they were on the phone. PS4 players on, don't use drugs, no, though, do they? If they're on Skype. No, no because maybe. that would have been obvious. If you were on the phone, they would have come in. They would have probably smashed the phone. They'd have thrown it on the They would have cut floor. the wires. They wouldn't they? Would have they cut before. the wires. Think about this before tying you up and putting some <laughs> piece of labelled TNT. Exactly. <laughs> maybe a boulder on a cliff. James, have you ever been tied up? <laughs> not in a, not in a burglary scenario. No. Okay. Other scenarios? A variety of other scenarios. Anything involving um, eye tracking. No. Make sure to switch his Xbox off before any of that sort of stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. 
This is Laughing Dolks. It's called Heaven for Monsters. Sounds very, very much like an old Mega Drive, um, Mega Drive soundtrack. It does, me. yeah. Mm. Nice. Uh, so, uh, we're going to talk about the karaoke later in the show. Yeah, I'm having some audio problems right now. You sound funny, Steve, you sound don't weird. you? What's going on? Are, you the, are you the real Steve? Yeah, Maybe Steve has to shut up. Maybe he's been tied up. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Steve, twitch your eyes. <laughs> Let's just uh, let's just carry on and assume everything is fine. And it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Last day of school. Yeah. Mm, everything's going wrong. Uh, so we've got a guest in the studio. We do. That seems more important than Steve's voice. <laughs> James, you're a you're you're a listener. On you, is this what you were expecting? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. I mean, I, normally, I just listen to it, so I don't see your faces. Okay. But, How's um, that going for you? It's. I, it brings it to life in a way that you couldn't possibly imagine having done it with your faces up right. to this point. Good. Did you imagine Steve? Because Steve sounds worse in person, doesn't he? That's what you've discovered. Yeah. He's got a, just a kind of dull, distant It is dull, voice. isn't it? You don't need to expand on that. It's just... Come on, yeah, guys. don't know what's Be going fair. on. Uh, you were whilst he sort of say, I'm not sure. James, so tell us about Ground Shatter then. You sent through... Um, first of all, thanks for coming on. You've, you've travelled a long way today. Um, reasonably like it's only Bristol it's Bristol it's it's a couple of hours on the train yeah how did you entertain yourself on the train I um listened to podcasts of one life left okay uh, when the cricket wasn't available well, that seems like a best thing what, to do what a wonderful journey you must have had <laughs> um uh, so ground shatter so you've been in the games industry for a long time tell us where you've been before yes I started out in a small company in Sheffield called Particle Systems which was bought by Argonaut before Argonaut went under and then I worked for a brief but incredibly exciting period at Codemasters and then moved to Blitz for a number of years. And uh, Did you work at Blitz with Mike Biffle? Yes. Did you? What was he like? Was he messy? Well, what happened was he applied for a job and we all the designers got together and looked at his CV and thought, this guy knows what he's talking about. And what we should have thought was, this Stop guy's going to destroy us exactly all. Exactly. We should <laughs> nip this in the bud. But none of us... Had the force. Brave enough, right? So that was um, that was the let's kill Hitler moment. Yeah, right. And look, look at him now. Do you, do you often I, think back to that meeting? I've rude every single moment since then. <laughs> what was he like to work with? I, he was working on a pitch team, doing very exciting things while I was um, churning out uh, licensed properties. So that's never, the, and that's the official term, is it churning? Yeah, I okay. believe so. But <laughs> Blitz is gone. There's nothing they can do to that's me right. now. <laughs> uh, but so now you're doing your own thing. Yeah, so the last couple of years, um, I've been uh, working with a company in Bristol called Opposable uh, Games. I kind of helped found and direct that studio, and we got up to 10 people, and then the, the huge crushing weight of having other people's salaries to worry about uh, ended up on my shoulders, and I thought, I'm going to get out of this right. and uh, not trouble other people with my terrible decision-making and uh, just instead do my own thing and uh, crush my own personal savings. <laughs> so tell us about Ground Shatter then. Uh, what are you all about? Uh, well, you can read all about me on my famous about page um, at grandchatter.com slash about, um, which it, it's it's just about... Um, yeah, you can listen to the One Life Left podcast, but both of us are in the street in the <laughs> studio. Should we try and make the best of this? <laughs> it's, it's about making games like I used to play as a young man, uh, kind of Neo Geo, Mega Drive type games, things with buttons and con- sticks and um, just... Things that are a bit more personal to me and okay. more in my own image. 
So uh, who's who? Is it just you? Who, who are you working with? It's it's just me at the moment. Um, I've got a very very good um, artist called Tom Waterhouse uh, who is doing art for me, and I basically said, "If do you want to make characters for a King of Fighters type game?" And he said, "Yes, I will reduce my costs accordingly." And that was kind of how I got him on board. Um, so yeah, making exciting looking sixteen bit type things. Are so, you looking for any more staff? Because you know we we've got skills. Yeah. Skills across the board. <laughs> I've done some art in my time. You have, haven't you? Yeah. There was, a, there was a feature about it on a radio show. Yeah, once, there was once. Uh, I can also play the clarinet. <laughs> so. We don't currently have any uh, clarinet musicians. Um, so on there's the an books, opening. So there's absolutely. An opening. Okay. So the, your first game is going to be a King of Fighters style game. Uh, kind of. Uh, kind of graphically, it's going to be King of Fighters. It's um, genre-wise, it's a competitive multiplayer vertical platform fighting game i mean for competitive multiplayer you'll need more than one person and there are several of us there are several of us yeah yeah you can all be players of the game that's very much an opportunity available to as many people as possible good good uh so when can we when can we expect it uh towards the end of the year okay so so and did you did you read that survey recently about in the uh the money that ind- independent developers can make. There was a salary survey or something last last week. Yes, it was much less it. than people who are normally employed, wasn't it? Yeah. So is that is that a concern when you're starting up a new company? Uh, yes, a little bit. I mean, it's basically I'm having a midlife crisis. That's okay. that's really what's predicated <laughs> it all. Uh, Keith Stewart uh, asked me for a quote for the Guardian, and I, I wrote a quote for the Guardian, and then some people and the Guardian commented on that, and then it kind of got the ball rolling and I quit my job and I bought a puppet owl so (laughs) (laughs) wow I've got a 40 minute uh, kind of uh, spoken word show about the whole process (laughs) which starts with Keith Stewart and ends with a puppet owl excellent so so what are the um, what what are the key challenges do you think for a a brand new startup because people look at Biffle and they go wow he made enough money to quit his job Uh, go full time he seems to be quite successful in fact he's made no Secret of the fact that he thinks he needs to make two more games and then he's done for life. Uh, so yeah, what 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 would you say the challenges? I mean, I have to say I've almost made twenty pounds off up, down, left, right. Almost, almost done. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. So so what what are the key challenges for someone who's, who's, who's coming to it fresh now? Well, money's always the thing. Um, I'm lucky enough to have done it for long enough that I can afford to spend a bit of time and money okay. doing my own thing. But um, yeah, visibility is going to be an issue, but it's about picking a platform. If you're making a game solely for Android um, and releasing it for free... Which I did, yeah. ...then you're never going to make more than £20. <laughs> <laughs> wow. which, which is worrying, because they don't pay out until you've made 60 mm. <laughs> That's true. AdMob doesn't pay... Minimum payment threshold is £60. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and um, what, what's, what's it like working on your own now, then, having come from uh, established teams before? It's good. I'm in a, a place in Bristol called the Bristol Games Hub, which is a kind of, I suppose, incubator, but entirely kind of privately run for the benefit of the Bristol Games scene. So I'm now back in there sharing an office with my old colleagues and various other people who I know. So it's not like I'm sat alone in my pants, which I used to do when I was a freelancer, which has got certain benefits, but also uh, sad. Very sad. <laughs> cool. So where can we um, keep up with you and your work then? Uh, you can follow my Twitter, which is at GamesWriting. Uh, or you can go to grandshatter.com and read about that. 
Excellent. All right. And were you going to give us an exclusive? Have you given us that? Like, yeah, or not? Well, I, I've told you about the game, yeah. uh, which I've not told anyone about before because no one's ever been interested before. No, um, interesting. And uh, it's going to be called Skyscrappers. Okay. Because cause the, the, the plot is that you play one of these uh, people who's... Uh, uh, the way they get their kicks is fight their way to the top of skyscrapers as they're being demolished from the bottom. So you're racing both against one another and against the inevitable crushing. Sounds fun. What one we... life left. Exclusive. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, our lawyers are watching Eurogamer. Um, <laughs> what, uh, so, and so when will we be able to see the first playable version of that, then, do you think? I'm hoping to have it at Eurogamer Expo. Okay. Or, sorry, EGX London. <laughs> yep. Um, that which will be in September and then... Are yeah, we going to be at that? Yeah, I think we are. Yeah, we are. sorting that out. I'm sorting it out. What, what are we doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, well, we'll definitely come along and play it then. Um, good luck with it all. Do keep us posted, won't you? It will do. Nice one. Thank Thanks, you. James. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left Local News. A prominent local GP has warned the medical community about the dangers of overprescribing antibiotics to patients. The GP, Dr Mario, has said that whilst he originally found antibiotics really useful in curing bugs and illnesses, as patients have been using them more and more, the bug's resistance has increased. Originally, as the tablets went down into the stomach, they moved at a really slow pace, and Dr Mario could take time to place them where they would be most effective. However, Now the tablets are moving really quickly and the intestinal tract is too full to have much control around the placement. We asked another doctor for a second opinion and he said, When did people start calling me Dr Eggman? Robotnik was a much cooler name. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Welcome back to Resonance FM and One Life Left. We're a video game radio show. We had some technical problems earlier in the show, but hopefully they are remedied now. You sound beautiful again. Yeah, thank you, Simon, for holding together that interview. You sounded beautiful. Thanks very much. Don't worry, I did did some stuff as well. Oh, yeah, you were were fine. Uh, This is Stinkbug. It's called Starlight Mall again. Sounds quite 16-bit, I think. It's nice. I don't know how it was How made. did you curate this? This was taken from chipmusic.org, as all of our music, most of our music is. Um, and you should go there, have a look at the stuff, maybe contribute your own. Spend the summer holidays learning to be brilliant chiptune musicians. That's what you should do. Can't be that difficult, can it? Nah. Could, should be easy. Hey, we had a good time the other night musically, didn't we? We did. Oh, we did have a good time. Uh, we were doing our Thursday. Thursday. Hashtag Thursday. Now, you might have heard of Thursday because it was trending on Twitter yeah. in the London 
uh, well, in the bur- in the Stoke Newington area. Sort we of we typed the, it into Twitter. Inso- we did yes. type it in, inside the bar, uh, and it was great. We had our little uh, hardcore of listeners and singers there. Um, and the good news is, we're going to be able to do another one. What? Yes. I know it's unbelievable. When August, is it? August the twenty-first. Now let me just—is that a Thursday? That is Thursday. That is. And which? It's, it's the Thursday, third Thursday of the month because we do the Thursday hashtag Thursday every third Thursday third of a Thursday. month. That's yeah. why it's hashtag Thursday. You can't use that because we're doing it already. Um, so we're really really excited. Had a look at the Facebook page for it and. 25 people already confirmed. Definitely. That is, and that's a contract, isn't that it? That is a contract. That that's is a, a contract. That's a written contract. We'll get our lawyer on to you. Uh, talk today. Going to have a very special performance of the newly reformatted Reach by S Club. Mm-hmm. Ed Fear's going to be doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Knocking it out of the park. If you have a special song request, get in touch now. If you want to write a song, you can also email us. Team at OneLiveLeft.com. And we are very, very excited to see you there. Um, there was some... Nice people that joined us there on on Wednesday. A couple, a couple of nice <laughs> a cu- people. A couple of nice people. But Everyone was very nice there. But we had some special people that turned special up. Special guests, didn't we? Who were they, Steve? Uh, we were joined that night by late, I suppose, a little bit late, uh, by Adriel and Rami, who you'll have heard of on One Life Left before. They are lovely. Aren't I think they? Rami's been on like eight times <laughs> or something. Um, Adriel had her first first appearance. Uh, so far at GDC and yeah they showed up didn't do any singing so yeah they're so they, they, they didn't need to they just sat in the corner being lovely didn't they they did and, well <sighs> I, I mean miss, they were, they were lovely them. for a few minutes then they went out to get some food right. they came back which is more than most people do <laughs> uh, it's fantastic and they had such a good time they're here today what <laughs> hello guys Hello. Hi there. Hi, thank you so much for coming on One Life Left. It's so good to see you what, again. What are you going to sing for us tonight? So, it's so yeah. nice of you to come and uh, reprise your role. Uh, Adriel's doing a solo, I, I understand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why, why, no. are you in, why are you both in the country? What brings you here? I, I'm currently on a bit of an exile. Um, I, I had to leave mainland Europe for a little bit to get around some visa issues, so I came to the UK. And also because I have lots of friends here who I love and love to see. But mostly the exile thing. Mostly, mostly, mostly because visa issues. Mostly Do you need to marry Steve? Is that why you're here? This is the elaborate plot of... This is actually a really elaborate proposal. So, uh, listeners, uh, dedicated listeners to One Life Left, of which you are all one of those, I assume, um, will know Adriel from our first GDC show uh, when she was talking about the train jam last year. Uh, So, do you have any exclusives for us regarding the train jam next year? I I guess I could announce the dates. That's kind of a cool thing. Let's do it! Let's Let's do do an exclusive! Let's do an exclusive right now, Adriel. Is is there, like, a really cool, like, sound interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Listen to this. Ready, right? One Life Left! Exclusive! That was probably too loud. Yeah, that was that was a little ear piercing, a little bit. And so I, I'll okay. take it down. The, the okay, okay, okay. Try, try a, a okay. subdued exclusive. One life left. Exclusive. <laughs> Eurogamer, our lawyers are watching. <laughs> so the Train Jam 2015 dates will be February 26th through 28th, 2015. February 26th to the 28th in 2015. One life left. Exclusive. Yeah, those days of copyright, uh, one life left. Um, yes. have you, now, what you need to do is think of a of a of like a hashtag yeah. for it. That's what we found. Like, hashtag it, one life left no, exclusive train jam. No, for the for, for the like so we the dates. even our Wednesdays are called Third Thursdays. So yeah. right. So what are we going to call your dates? Hashtag. So, hashtag what, what is it? The twenty first. Twenty sixth through twenty eighth of February. Twenty sixth, twenty eighth. 
26th. Basically immediately Thursday. before GDC. Do you know what day of the week 26th is? It is a Thursday. Back off. Our <laughs> lawyers are watching. You can't, you do, can't do it on a Thursday. It might be the fourth day, though. Why it's, a, call... it's a trains day. Why don't you call it a Wednesday plus one? It's it's just before GDC, so why don't you call it a pre-DC? Pre-DC. Pre-DC. It works. Yeah. If you weren't so far away, I'd give you a high five. Thanks. <laughs> do an audio one. <laughs> um, so, Rami, do you have any exclusives for us? Uh, let me think. No, I don't actually oh, think I have on. anything at the moment. I can, I can make up something. That will Please do. do yeah. I, can, I can make up something. Make up something. We're uh, happy for let me think, let me think, some let me fiction. Think. Something Nuclear Throne. That'll do. I can, I can do something. Actually, let's see. We will prob... Actually, you know what? Here we so go. for Nuclear Throne, we are at this very interesting point in development where we're over halfway, right? And mm. that's sort of a big deal to us. Um, and uh, for that reason, we have a bunch of really interesting stuff coming up. Um, and I haven't actually mentioned that, but we will be showcasing both at Gamescom and PAX, and we'll have some reveals there. Really? So that's basically an exclusive about exclusives this to come. This is an announcement announcement. So, exclusive. So that oh means really all of the announcements subsequently belong to us as well. You I mean, you already own my entire company based on the previous <laughs> I mean, interviews I, I genuinely done. have a contract. We, and we, we do have a contract. So uh, if you want to know news about news, come to One Life Left. Robert Wells Weasel Spoon writes to us Salutations sweet voices conjured from the ether Since you're off for a bit I'm contemplating what I'm going to do with that extra hour a week Time for a grand summer project Ubisoft built a parkour course at this year's San Diego Comic Con as the Assassin's Creed Unity experience So you could really experience what it feels like to jump around the rooftops Uh, How do you pronounce that, Anne? Huis Ten Bosch Game Museum in Nagasaki has a human-sized Pac-Man maze, apparently with real ghosts. Possibly the ghosts of those that fell during the Assassin's Creed experience. This August, Nightmare Live will be back in Edinburgh, simulating the old TV series that itself was simulating an RPG. Someone will don a helmet and you'll be told, you're in a room. So, what video games shall I spend the summer recreating in my back garden? What game would you like to see made real? Mm. Have a lovely break. See you on Thursday. Hashtag Thursday. Roberts video game would we like to see remade that's a very very good question made real though made that's real the, that's the key here something that would be an interesting video game to role play anybody magic carpet <laughs> 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 would be wouldn't it <laughs> maybe yeah yeah what's that one with that um the uh, uh with dante the hot the, the hot one, one. with yeah, tamim yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Devil May, Devil May, May Cry. Cry. Oh, I want Devil May Cry. Um, make the devil cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else? Anybody else? What about that? Uh, and Scamper Free going around game. Yes. That is real though. She she exists and commonly drops her phone in the toilet. It's and, not... and I go to the to the freezer to get some squidding. Yeah. So yeah. That, I mean, would you say that's a disappointing real life experience or? I have such a lovely time. There we go. So it's a good day. one. Good choice, James. All right. Next. 
I guess I always wanted to be I, I always wanted to be a pilot when I was young, so I always hoped that Flight Simulator will be real, but it didn't quite work out. I mean, I fly a lot, but never in the front of the airplane. I'm always somewhere in the middle above the wings. So There's still time. Very disappointing. Still time. Very disappointing reality. Kickstarter. Patreon it. Ramify it. Next letter. Someone? Anyone? I'll read mine because it's really short, Go which I it. actually traded Rami for because I didn't want to read the big long one. Okay. Um, hello, One Life Left team and any special guests. Got three of them. Yay! How are you? I hope you're all well. What games do you like playing whilst catching up on a TV show or watching a movie half-heartedly? Mm. I'm currently ripping through Paint It Black, a Picross-type effort on an iPad while watching The Good Wife. Good question. So games that you can just sort of idly pay Can't attention wait. to. I was actually saying today, so I saw Mike Channel. Uh, oh, yeah. So Mike Channel on Twitter be very mean about Solitaire, about Spider Solitaire. He said, Windows, no one wants to play Spider Solitaire. I do. Mm. It's excellent. Excellent game. Yeah, uh, wonderful game. Yeah. Um, threes, it's pretty good for just sort of idly swiping. Yeah, I find in front of the television. I've been playing a lot of Ascension, basically, at oh, any given yeah. moment, so I guess that counts. The iPad version of that is really, yeah. really good. That's basically, I play against robots and also sometimes real people. James, idle games. I tend to play games on my TV, so it makes it a bit harder to do two of those. <laughs> picture in picture. So, what, um, sometimes I play uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest if there's a game that takes a long time to load. And what uh, TV shows do you watch whilst playing games? Uh, ooh, tricky. Uh, often Countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, dear One Life Left and super special guest, as you are reaching your mid-season break, do you have any games in mind which you hope to finally finish over the next few weeks on your Monday nights? Or are you instead opting to spend more time outside in the summer sun? I myself would like to combine the two, but the 3DS screen doesn't really work outside. It's almost as if Nintendo are happy for me to get a vitamin D deficiency. Zelda might have to wait. Hope you enjoy your summer. Look forward to seeing you all at August karaoke. Yours always says Alex Washtel. So, uh, games. Games that you're planning to complete over summer. That is a very good question. Um, oh, I'm playing so much at the moment, but I, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to finish a game again. I'm going to go back to Infamous, the new Infamous game, which I got as far as the first decision with Anne. Yes. It took about 20 minutes for Anne to decide whether to be good or bad. She went bad, obviously, eventually, and then we didn't play again. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to move towards that, I think. Yeah, I'm not in the middle of anything, so... So, you don't have any answers, so... I've, I had a thing last week where where I started thinking about games I haven't completed when I was a kid, and I basically want to go back and play through a number of games from when I was young um, that I just never... I was never able to finish, like a bunch of fighting games, like really bad Amazdas fighting games and Commander Keen, which I never oh, yeah, yeah. actually yeah. completed. Uh, so I want to play through all of those again. And actually, you can combine like being out in the sun and gaming nowadays. You have Ingress mm. on your mobile phone, like if if you want to play That's that. True, Google's it's a game. Really it? wonderful game, actually. Mm. Launched on uh, iPhone last week, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I, in fact, I'm playing through. Uh, I'm still playing through San Andreas at the moment. I'm not sure I'm enjoying oh. it. I'll be honest with you. But <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. But I'm, I've got further than but I ever got. It gives you stuff on. to do. Exactly. It passes <laughs> the time until death. I'm well buff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been working my way through a bunch of old classics that I haven't played. Like, right now I'm playing Golden Sun, okay. so I'm hoping to finish that really soon. That That's sort of my plan. Then, uh, what are what, uh, Gears of War. 
Oh yeah, Gears. Yeah, we've been playing Gears. Golden Sun isn't that game that uses the sun, is it? No, that was that vampire game. Yeah. What was that? Oh, on the GBA, it had a sun sensor. Yeah, it had a solar sensor in there. No, Golden Sun is a very traditional, non-traditional RPG. But yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, so it's a game that I dearly love. It was one of my favorite games on the Game Boy Advance. So I told her that she should play it on the on the Wii U because it became available on virtual console. Um, and she's a very traditional RPG player, like Final Fantasy and that sort of stuff. So seeing her go into that game and then have to unlearn everything yeah, yeah. RPG and then relearn how it works in Golden Sun has, was really interesting. Yeah, it's been fun. So I'm going to finish that. I have to finish that before before I have to leave mainland Europe again, for real. For, for visa reasons, you have to finish it. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> if I finish it, then I get a visa. Okay. Is, that, is that how it works? Yeah. Have we got any more letters? I've got one. Excellent. Dear One Life Left and if applicable, super special guest of awesomeness. Three of them. The summer has arrived, which means we must make it through the next few weeks devoid of top quality radio entertainment from yours truly and must forage scraps of One Life Left goodness from the interim Thursdays. <laughs> hashtag. Keep, hashtag yeah, Thursday. sorry. Hashtag Thursdays. Insert mandatory book your tickets now plug. Yep. That will keep us going through the barren summer months until the show's glorious return later in the year. But a holiday wouldn't be complete without the studio answering a question that is in no way inspired by other popular radio segments that involves deserted islands and small round things that often contain music. Mm. So... If everyone was stuck in a location from a game of their choice with one game character for a few weeks, where would it be, and who with, and what would they spend that holiday doing? (laughs) The character and location do not have to be from the same game or even series. Thanks and enjoy the holiday, or as the U.S. say, what what does this say? You're American. You read this like that that thing. Oh, the vacay. The vacay. Vacay. That sounds that sounds like something you should avoid. Or vacation. I've never been abroad. Isn't that is it, is it that obvious? All the best and bon voyage, Ben Borthwick. Okay, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Um, that's a good question, Anne. Which game character would you like to be with, and where? What would you spend your time, time doing? <laughs> There's a character in a little-known game called Devil May Cry. Okay. Uh, anywhere, and we're doing stuff. Right. Okay. Um, I think I would like to be. I'd like to be on the island from Dead or Alive. Beach volleyball <laughs> with Parappa from Parappa the Rapper just on the beach. No, sorry, with uh, Master Prince Master Flea Swallow from Parappa the Rapper just on the beach with him teaching mm-hmm. me to freestyle just for the summer. Join my heat Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. 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 I too would pick uh, Dove May Cry. I'll be keeping Dante safe. <laughs> <laughs> Any answers from our guests? I'm like at a loss. I don't. I don't know. There's too many good, good characters to pick from. I guess if I had to go the route of like a babe that I wanted to hang out with, it would have to be Zidane from Final Fantasy IX. Really? Just okay. because, like, as a as a teen when I was playing that, like, I don't know, he was like a little bad boy, but he was very sweet, and I always had a crush on him. So if I had to, if I had to pick one, I think I could hang out with him. I don't know where. Maybe we go to the Golden Saucer, you know, hang out in Final Fantasy universe still. Nice, of course. And that, that, there's a lot of fun stuff to do there. Race some okay. chocobos, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Totally innocent. Yeah, it'd nice. be great. Beautiful. Okay, that's. Uh, I guess. I guess that's the end <laughs> of our that letter note. section <laughs> for this half of the year. Almost. Yeah. If you have any letters and you want to reach us over the summer break, team at onelifeleft.com. Please don't leave us alone.
One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We have to cut this song shorter than I wanted to, but it's Vault 440. I don't normally have songs with lyrics, actual words. Shows how diverse chiptune music well, we can be. We did do that one time, but we didn't check the words. And <laughs> that we was a had disaster. To turn it off it? really quick. We actually did. That was in our first season, <laughs> yeah. and we had we had a producer in the studio at that time with us. We were worried, but all he did was giggle, which was uh, you know set the tone, didn't it? So that's how this happened. <laughs> it was nine nine years ago. Nine years ago, somebody giggled in the studio, and we've we never looked back. We haven't stopped since. You're listening to One Life Left. We're a radio show about video games. Uh, we've talked already about our next karaoke event. That's on the 21st, our fourth Thursday. So we'll see you there. Is that a Thursday? <laughs> it is a it's, Thursday. It's going to be on a Thursday, yeah. yeah. They're, they're always on a Thursday, except for when we can't make it, which might happen in September as well, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Because we'll I've only been once, and it wasn't a Thursday. Did you enjoy it, though? I mean, it wasn't a Thursday. It was about a 7 out of 10. Would you recommend... Seems fair enough. You'd recommend people go again, because there's nothing wrong with yeah. a 7, right? Yeah, like, no, I mean, seven a 7 is... is pretty good. It's better than a 6. It's not quite an 8, but it's, uh, it's about a 7 out of 10. Thursdays are, are, are rarely spectacular days. You might as well get something out of them, and I can't think of anything better than coming and hanging out with your favourite video game radio show. I, I went when it was on a Thursday, right? Yes. And how, I would say that that? that was at least a 7 out of 10. At least. Fantastic. Well, since we're reviewing things... <laughs> Look at you getting the show back on track, Anne. That was very good. That was a seven out of ten. <laughs> Solid work, Anne. Well done. Uh, I've been playing Light on the PC, uh, a game that's being published by Team 17. I first came across it on Kickstarter and I backed it. Um, and then I was very disappointed when they cancelled their project. Uh, it's a top-down uh, stealth game, very pared back, uh, so minimalist visuals, very stylish. Um, very much looking forward to it. I do like stealth games. They stopped it, and I was like, oh, I can't give you my money. And then now, that, now they're back, and you can give them your money. So um, it's available on Steam now. It's, um, it's pretty short in its current incarnation, but they reckon that they're going to be adding more levels to it. Really simple to control. Uh, uh, the difference here is that the vision cones are affected by shadow, so it's sort of it's a bit like Metal Gear Solid cross with Tele Glitch. You like this genre, don't yeah. you? Yeah, um, and, and it's great. It's um, it's it's reasonably short at the moment. They're going to be adding more levels. I would recommend you dive in now. This is the same genre as Mike Bithell's. It is different volume. perspective, though. Ah, Have we ever okay. not mentioned that guy on the show? <laughs> no, we made him, oh, okay. so we need to make the most of that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, uh, certainly scratches the stealth itch. Seven out of ten. Excellent. Uh, I've been playing that game, uh, Ledolio. That By Alice Fact, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's so uh, Dr. Avatar uh, sent an email and said, Anne, you should play this game. So I did. It's a dating sim for aliens. Um, and it's weird and it's lovely uh, so you are introduced to these different um, aliens and you have to interact with them and get them to like you um, by speaking to them touching them or touching, speaking about things touching things and uh, oh what's the other one? talking about things um, and so, so they have uh, like three different uh, descriptions of character traits you then uh, pick one. You know, you know what tools you have to work with when you pick them. Uh, and then you have to uh, choose them and try to make them like you and try to make them enjoy the experience. So, for example, you can touch their genitals. What? I know, right? <laughs> um, and some of them like it and yeah. some of them don't. So this is like Tinder, but with aliens. But with aliens. And you can... Um, talk about kittens and some of them really like that some of them really don't like it and so how do you how do you 
is it just instinct based on genitals or kittens? I mean, yeah. Like, if it, if they were, for example... I mean in real life as well. I mean, always. Always. Okay, yeah. it's good advice. Um, yeah, so uh, it, it's really good. It's really fun. And if you mess up and they you get to the end of your um, little round and they don't like you, they kill you in a variety of interesting Ooh, ways. Goodness me. So how do you how do you decide genitals or kittens? Like, what, what governs your decisions? Well, I mean, Anne's decisions in my this My decisions. So if, for example, they are... Uh, one of their character traits is childish mm-hmm. I'd, I'd go with a kitten <laughs> solid advice uh, if, if uh, what's the other <laughs> if they're lustful yeah lustful probably go for genitals what if they're a lustful child <laughs> I don't want to talk about that <laughs> score I'd probably give it 7 out of 10 okay Rami uh, if, if I was really honest, I've only been playing Destiny this week. But, really? Um, oh, yeah, that's good. We haven't. No one's reviewed Destiny, and it's no. you know it's the no. Big I, thing I really right enjoy, now. but it's also very much not done. So it would be very very disingenuous. It's done enough, Rami. Rami, at this point, it's done enough. It's, I, the score's not going to change. It's, I, really, it's just, really it's really really good. It feels it? really really good. Everything okay. feels nice. It's very snappy. It, it's that type of game where when you're done playing it, you still sort of feel the controls in your fingers. <laughs> Um, so it's re- it's really really good. The, but there's this other game called Glitch Hikers that I remember that I really really that I played really really shortly, and it's a very strange, interesting game. You um, you're a driver in a car, and it's night, and um, you sort of hallucinate, I guess, while you're driving. And all you do is you steer the car around on the road. You can only change lanes and go forward. Uh, but it's very very interesting. It's also a freeware game. Um, and I, I very much enjoyed the experience. It's very pretty as well. So it's called Glitch Hikers. Um, and based on what I've played of it, I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10. Okay, fair enough. You're not going to give Destiny a score? I, I would give... So Destiny is, is very fair, but since it's not done... It's let's not go finished, with, is it? Yeah, since it's not done, let's go for a 7 out of 10. It's missing. It's atrocious. Uh, Adriel? Oh, I've been sort of racking my brain trying to think of what I've been playing other than Golden Sun and Ascension, which I've already mentioned both of them. Doesn't matter. Um, Review them. You yeah. haven't reviewed them. I, I guess that's a good point. So, I mean, uh, we sort of reviewed a little bit of Golden Sun where it's a very non-traditional, traditional RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a really interesting story and a really interesting battle mechanic, which is really, really fun. Um, there's a lot of sort of thinking that goes into it. You have these gins, and you have to set them and unset them and use them and summon them and yada, yada, yada. It's very confusing to explain, and it was very confusing to learn, but luckily I had somebody sitting there who was telling me exactly what to do until I figured it out, which was really good. Um, it's kind of older, so I don't know if, if, if a rating is really appropriate, but it's if, totally I appropriate. To, if I had Absolutely appropriate. Uh, I don't know. Probably about a 7 out of 10. Seems fair. Yeah. James. Yeah. I've also been playing Destiny. Uh, I keep feeling like it's tricked me into playing an MMO which was not a thing I wanted to do uh, it seems like quite a solid shooter but I can't pause and other people keep turning up so uh, I'd probably give that 7 out of 10 and the other thing I've been playing is uh, Timmy Bibble's Friendship Club which is a, a kind of dual stick uh, arena shooter uh, which is utterly charming and wonderful um, and 7 out of 10 Fantastic I've been playing Spider Solitaire on, oh, yeah. on my Android phone. <laughs> Classic game dynamic. Never gets old. 7 out of 10.
This is Clam and Remember Super Mario. Rami, something I just remembered was that last time you were in England, we were talking about the relative import of uh, games journalists and how, you know, a system that you've devised for contacting people and deciding where to spend your press codes. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, correct. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's called, it's something, so I, I'm the creator of something called PressKit, which was this tool that uh, people can use to easily create a press kit for their game when they're developing something. And I'm extending that with something called uh, Distribute which is uh, in beta right now and allows people to sort of get a quick overview of their press contacts and manage their press contacts and also send out builds of their games to the press. Um, it's going to go live relatively soon. It's available on uh, you can sign up for the newsletter at the moment at dodistribute.com um, and I'm very, very excited about it. It seems to be working really well. And am I right in thinking that every single media source has a sort of ranking of relative uh, importance in this? So the way it works is it, it calculates uh, the reach of uh, journalists based on Twitter um, Interesting. on their Alexa ranking, on, mm-hmm. um, on, on all sorts of different variables. Number I'll make sure of, number of listeners, for example. I'll number put you at the top, don't yeah, worry. Of, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, we can all see where this is going. Like, <laughs> I, I think we've become so predictable. We, we, had, we had a pleasant <laughs> conversation about it in the in the pub, and I, I believe that you ranked us at, at, you know, somewhere in somewhere th- 37 or something, which almost seemed very generous to me. I uh, the, the whole thing is algorithmic, so yeah. maybe if you, if you figured out a way to be really high on the. I, I can alter the algorithm with but my uh, with my I'm limited code. Sure. If one life left, then first. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure what happened is the thing just gave you a seven out of ten, and that's you in the top. <laughs> that is perfect. You know that sad piece of music has brought us to the um, to the end of the show, hasn't it? So how pretty weeks, much. How many weeks are we off for? I think we're off for four or five four weeks. Four we're five off weeks. for August at least, uh, during which Anne and I are going to become famous. No, no, or rich. No, we're going to become. Both. We are going to train ourselves to become very good at esports, and then we're going to win five million dollars, like those people. Are there any five million dollar tournaments in August? What you could do is you could play a Crypt of the Necro Dancer, which actually has a contest. The best streamer of Crypt of the Necrodancer wins a cash prize. What? How, but how much is cash? It five million. Is it five million? <laughs> it's it's enough. It's enough to make it worth your while, I think. But, I mean that oh. that is substantially less than five million. <laughs> it, is, it is less than five million. That, that would be about like. $20? Uh, yeah, that, yeah. You can probably we're get the good of it. Okay. I, I just want a cash prize, Steve. That's all I want. Okay, me too. All right, so we're going we're gonna to concentrate on that over the next five weeks. What are you going to do, Son? don't know. I might make a, another game. Really? Might do, yeah. The, oh, cool. the One Life Left game you've been Maybe. promising for... Excellent. Maybe. That's exciting. Can we, can we make at least a little bit of it so it can be a One Life Left game? Are we going to split revenues on both of these projects, both the summer <laughs> projects then? <laughs> I think that seems... Any income. Yeah. I think that seems... <laughs> okay. All right. Can we split your income as well? Uh, no. Uh-huh. No. Uh, I'm so afraid not. We already own him, Steve. That's fine. true. Um, when you, can, is... you can split my income. It's it's zero. When is the uh, when is the next Flambeer release that we're going to be seeing an income I mean, Nuclear from? Throne is obviously in early access right now. Uh-huh. You can buy that on Steam or Humble or even on Twitch. We're the first game that you can actually buy on Twitch. What? During the live stream. What? Yeah. Uh, on Google. So Google owns you. Yeah. Well, Google, the, the annoying thing about Google, well, let's not talk about Google, we don't have time. Anyway, you can buy it on Twitch. Um, it's available right now in early access. We update it every week. We do live streams every Tuesday and Thursday, so you can grab that. Adriel, you're continuing your Game a Week project, aren't you? Yeah, so I, I make a game every week, and I'm going to continue doing that for the next few weeks. It's going to be 42 years to make one. <laughs> uh, where where can we find out more about that? Game Jam um, more. So, so I have them all posted on my website, which is at MsMinotaur.com. M-S-Minotaur. 
Okay. I don't like spelling out Minotaur because I get confused halfway through. In English, that's Minotaur. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ms. Ms. Minotaur. Tor. 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 I don't know. Don't, I can't, don't I can't write do Tor, Tor, Tor. And yeah, James, yeah. Uh, your projects, where can we find out more about them? Yes, I'll be finishing off Skyscrapers over the summer period, and it's uh, grandchatter.com. Okay, look how productive everyone's being with the one hour back they're getting from not having to listen to our, our nonsense. Exactly. Every week. <laughs> But still, we're glad you do. Um, Thank you so much to all you listeners as well for listening to us. We would not do the show without you, and um, we still enjoy it. We'll see you at the karaoke on the 21st. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Uh, Please come to that. You'll find the event on Facebook. But until then, or until September, um, we've been One Life Left. See you. See you. Bye. 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 Bye.